Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everyone, to the Roman Show for the week of February 26th, the final week of February 2018. All right, everyone, this episode, we welcome Zach of Into the Great Divide. It's an album completely instrumental, but at the same time, it tells a story. We'll tell you more when we interview Zach here in the Roman Show in just a few. This plus much more coming up next. Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. You're ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in space. Booster, go. Retro, go. Fido, go. Fido. Guidance, Surgeon, go. With your host, Rodolfo Roman. Well, once again, it's the Roman Show. Your host, the Roman Show. What did I say? I don't even know. I don't know what time it is. Well, thanks again for joining us here on the Roman Show. I'm your host, Rodolfo Roman, and uh, George Alonzo, our co-host, is uh, away on vacation. But uh, thanks for tuning in here on the program. We've been very busy keeping you posted with several interviews and information on our website, theromanshow.com. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash allroman0201. On uh, the socials, The Roman Show, Twitter, and Roman Show Media, both on Facebook and Instagram. Make sure you shoot us an email, any comments you want to, Share info at theromanshow.com. That's info at theromanshow.com. By the way, collar and elbow. We just interviewed Al Snow recently here in South Florida. And you noticed that he was wearing a collar and elbow t-shirt. Now these t-shirts are for the really cool wrestling fan. It's not your cartoonish anime type of t-shirts or hoodies or whatnot. Visit collar and elbowbrand.com. She was in the collar and elbowbrand.com. And ladies and gentlemen, what you are going to see is absolutely amazing clothing for you. That's right. Shoot them an email or visit the website collar and elbowbrand.com. Make sure to use the promo code The Roman Show all together and in caps. That's the Roman Show, all together, all in caps, to get your discount. And trust me, when you wear one of these puppies, you'll thank us later because you'll be the coolest kid in town when you walk into your next professional wrestling show or combat show or whatnot. So collarandelbowbrand.com is the website. Use the special promo code, The Roman Show, to get a discount. Well, we have lots of events coming up on uh, March 10th. FEW Fighting Evolution Wrestling returns with more action at the Coral Springs High School. Make sure you get your tickets, 10 bucks. Visit FEW uh, Survive on Facebook. Also, CCW, Coastal Championship Wrestling, will have an event in North Lauderdale. The event is free. That's at 4100 Bailey Road in Fort Lauderdale. And 
Sweetwater Pro Wrestling will have their show on March 24th. Uh, that is in Doral, Florida, with the Sandman and Bestia 666 will be a part of that program. Talk a little bit of mixed martial arts. Titan FC returns with Titan FC 49, April 6th at the Extreme Action Park in Fort Lauderdale. Tickets are available. Visit cagetix.com forward slash Titan. That's cagetix.com forward slash Titan to get your tickets right now. Make sure you get them because they will sell out. Great, great fights coming up. And the March 17th, Shogun fights will take place here in South Florida at the Hard Rock, uh, not the Hard Rock Live, but the Hard Rock Event Center. That's March 17th, St. Patrick's Day, a Saturday, and you can see some great MMA uh, action there for your pleasure. Okay, well, listen, it's February. Well, the end of February, we're heading into March. It's never too late to lose some weight. Cut that pesky uh, 10 pounds you want to get rid of. Well, you got to head out to Fight Club in Doral. I think about a few minutes away from the airport, I myself go out there and train on a weekly basis. Make sure you reach out to Henry Morales, 786-222-8051. 786-222-8051, Henry Morales, or shoot him an email, henry.fightclub at yahoo.com. Send them. Let him know the Roman show sent you. And lastly, the Dade County Youth Fair returns March 15th all the way to April 8th. That's right. Fair returns, they're going to have some great performances from some great artists such as Nelly and TLC. Remember TLC back in the day? So I creep, yeah. I never, really never sang, but I was trying my best. All right, so the fair returns March 15th to the April 18th. Great family fun. You got rides, elephant ears. Damn, I love those things. Elephant ears and a whole bunch of other things. So that's March 15th all the way to April 8th. 2018 is going to be a blast. With that said, let's talk some pro wrestling, shall we? And now, it's time to give you a reality check. We saw the debut of former mixed martial artist Ronda Rousey on Elimination Chamber, and then we saw her debut on Monday Night Raw. I don't know. Of course, it's, she's she's green. We gotta give her we gotta give her some leeway here. But the mic skills are just not up to par. I mean, let's be honest. She, she's not. Uh, you know, if she thought, and you know, Al Snow, which we had the interview with him not too long ago, and you can check that on the RomanShow.com or on the YouTube channel. Said it. Whatever charisma she had in the UFC, she has to upgrade it 10 times more in the WWE if she wants to make it. And he was absolutely right. Because that promo on Monday Night Raw and on the Elimination Chamber just really came out blah. You know? It it, it just seemed like, yeah, you know, I'm just a fighter, I'm going to fight you. But in the WWE and pro wrestling, you got to have that emotional touch. You got to have that, 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 that flair, you know, that taste, in order for you to people to buy into what you're trying to say, we know that you can kick everyone's butt inside that square circle, you don't have to tell us that, we know it because we've seen you, but now you gotta make it emotional, you gotta make it that whole soap opera, 
in order for us to, uh, not to be entertained. Because we know you can kick these guys' asses. We understand that. Now you got to entertain us while you do it. It will take time. It's only been two times now that she's really gone and spoken in front of the entire public at a Monday Night Raw or a, or a pay-per-view. But, you know, we've still got some time until WrestleMania. So cut her some slack. I'm sure Ronda Rousey will pick it up at one way or another. If not, Kurt Angle can help her out as she gets ready because it seems that it's going to be Angle and Rousey versus Stephanie and Triple H at WrestleMania. I mean, pff, who didn't see that coming? Well, there was a uh, <laughs> a picture that was shared on social media by the UFC president, Dana White, alongside Brock Lesnar. Now, there's been rumors that Brock Lesnar wants to return to the octagon, that he's been training. He has his contract is due right after WrestleMania. We don't know if he's going to remain with the WWE or if he's going to shift gears and go back to MMA. Now, mind you, he was punished uh, for using substances that weren't allowed in mixed martial arts. So he's still paying his punishment for that. So it won't, it's not like if he's going to return to fight tomorrow but maybe later this year. He is money. Brock Lesnar is money, whether you like it or not. He had a 5-3 and three record and is a former champion. But it's, it's, it's become more of an attraction to have Brock Lesnar at a UFC fight. But I have to tell you, that picture... <laughs> the, the way that the pay-per-views and shows have been happening lately in the UFC, you know... <laughs> They're missing that star power. They don't have a McGregor. They don't have a Rousey. As much as uh, Kobe Covington over there wants to talk smash on the internet and Twitter, sorry, dude, you're just not going to cut it. You're not McGregor. You're not Rousey. You might be good, but you're not at Anderson Silva's level or Georgia St. Pierre's level. So they need a face. They need someone out there that's going to pick up steam. And Lesnar could be that draw. You know, you still got the July pay-per-view. We don't know who's going to, who's going to take on that one. That's usually a, a very big pay-per-view. And then you have the whole big December show. So, why not? Do you think Brock Lesnar is going back to the Octagon? Send us an email, info at theromanshow.com. We would love to hear your opinion. But... Lesnar and Roman Reigns can now be, is an official. It's official. Both of these men will be wrestling each other three years in the making at WrestleMania for the title, the universal title. And Lesnar was not in, uh, did not attend Monday Night Raw. It seemed like a very, like a shoot promo. Roman Reigns saying that Brock Lesnar has special treatment because of who he is. But it turns out, according to Dave Meltzer, that indeed it was scripted even though it sounded as a shoot. Now it seems that the WWE is trying to get the fans to get some sort of um, support for Roman Reigns. That's why you heard some people cheering. Heck, it got me cheering. I'm like, hey, wow, ooh, that's the best promo Roman Reigns has cut because it sounds real. But Brock Lesnar wasn't there. Now, we'll have to wait and see. It seems that he is not going to be there next week either. So they're really trying to build it up, pick up pace, and see where it leads. But eventually, Lesnar and Reigns will face each other one way or another to sign the contract for the WrestleMania main event. 
And again, I, I'd like to get your opinion on, on your take on that. I know some people wanted it, some people did not. Listen, in my opinion, I would have loved to see Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar. As of right now, we don't know where Strowman's going to be. We don't know who's going to take on. But we're going to have to set it with Roman Reigns for now. And, and, and that match he had in, in WrestleMania with Lesnar was a good one. you got to admit. So I'm sure uh, it will follow. John Cena uh, is a guy that we don't know who he's going to take on at WrestleMania. Some are saying The Undertaker. We'd like to see it. You know, we got the last of that era. If you want to say, well, Triple H still wrestles. But against John Cena, you know, the, the, the main thing, the main face as of today in the world of professional wrestling. And I think that it would be a sweet goodbye, although I still, you know, kind of pissed off at the fact that I was there in Orlando and supposedly it was going to be Undertaker's last match. Like, you know, they got everyone crying out there and now all of a sudden he comes back. So we'll have to wait and see. But would you like to see Undertaker and John Cena? I've heard some comments that say, hey, look, we don't want to see a miserable Undertaker the way he wrestled against Roman Reigns, like, dude, put him out of his put him out of his misery. He just can't wrestle anymore. Let's see. Last time we saw a picture of him, he looked in great shape. But we'll have to wait and see if he can still withstand the pain that it takes to be inside the squared circle. All right, we'll be right back. We're gonna welcome Zach up into the Great Divide. This gentleman here has produced an absolute awesome incredible metal instrumental and it's not only just about the music but it's about the narration of the story that the album tells you just have to well you're gonna have to listen to Zach and explain to it how it all came about and I have to tell you you know you guys I, I, I talk about it here all the time with the training and all that stuff that I do but I've been jamming to that album because it's so cool you know it lifts you up it brings you down. It gets you right back up again. And that's the type of music and story that Zach is trying to tell with Into the Great Divide, which is available right now for streaming, uh, on streaming and all the streaming services like Spotify and the rest. So check out Zach of Into the Great Divide coming up next after this short break. Self-voted biggest rock experience has been heard at Monster Energy Fort Rock, Saturday, April 28th and Sunday, April 29th at Markham Park near Fort Lauderdale, Florida, featuring Ozzy Osbourne. Five Finger Death Punch. Hollywood and Dead, Bullet for My Valentine, Seven Dust, Kill Switch Engage, Under Oath, Pop Evil, Premium, Hatebreed, and more. Monster Energy Sport Rock at Markham Park. Peaceful days, great food, and more. Don't wait. Get your tickets on sale now. For tickets, go to FortRockFestival.com. Ozzy Osbourne, Godsmack, Five Finger Death Punch, Shine Down, and more. Fort Rock, fueled by Monster Energy. Welcome back, everyone, to the Roman Show. On the line right now, it's a true pleasure to have Mrs. Zach Fallon. If, if, you have to pick up the record, Into the Great Divide, the debut uh, record for this band, an absolutely amazing uh, showcasing instrumental music, some 
amazing guitar riffs, great music. I mean, it, it's a soundtrack, to be honest. It's pretty much a soundtrack to life, if we would say. It's something phenomenal, something new for us metalheads and rock fans. Uh, and Zach, thanks so much for taking your time and speaking to us here on The Roman Show to talk about the album. Thanks, man. Appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. So, Zach, tell me about this great work. Uh, it's something new. Um, I, I can go way back to listening to instrumental music, you know, Metallica, you know, Orion, one of my favorites, right? It's instrumental music, and we've kind of see, kind of stayed away from that. But this album, Into the Great Divide, has that and more. It's a story in itself. So tell us a little bit about the album, which is right now streaming on several platforms, and it's available for purchase. So it started as more of a general idea. Let me, let me back up a little bit. Sure. I love instrumental. Uh, I love instrumental music. I love instrumental and progressive metal. I think it's great stuff. I've really always enjoyed it. But the challenge that I always had is that it's hard to kind of tell what any of the tracks really mean. So if you're listening to one instrumental metal version of an, uh, or a song over another, you know, what's different? Is it the virtuosity of the guitar playing? What, what did the composer really mean when they were when they were writing the track or what are they trying to get across. Um, I wanted to do something differently. I really wanted to be able to create an album that matched with the musical genre that I enjoyed, but I wanted to do it in a way where people had an ability to connect to it in some contextual or narrative way. And so the device that I came up with was this idea of a rock novel, something that's actually narrated by by a voice, right? I don't have a singer, so I can't, I can't write lyrics that talk about what the song's supposed to be. But what I could do is to kind of set up an entire narrative, a whole story, and then have a narrator actually walk people through it and then compose each of the tracks so that it matched with that moment in the narrative, so that it actually worked to connect to people in, in the way that a story would, but without actually having any lyrics in the first place. And it's amazing, you know, I'm, I'm flat out the, the, the bat, the crossing is, is, is an awesome how it starts off slow and it builds up, you know. I'm a big workout buff, so listening to that song, it makes me feel like I'm in the movie Gladiator. You know, it bids up, and then the narrator telling me about about what what's expected is just something uh, amazing. So you have ten chapters here. So tell me about what the message you're trying to get across. I understand, of course, like you said, there's no lyrics in the music; it's all instrumental. But by having that introduction prior to the song itself, you're developing a message. So what is the in overall we're trying to, to to state with Into the Great Divide? Well, so I'll tell you about the narrative, and then I'll tell you about the process mm -hmm. itself. So the narrative is, is is kind of a timeless narrative. It's a narrative of how for each of us, for many of us, I should say, mm -hmm. life is not really a straight line, right? It's full of you know, valleys, dips, hills, uh, plateaus, and mountaintops. And that and that the, the common theme seems to be that for, again, for many of us, the common theme seems to be that you start out with an idea start up with a goal that you'd like to achieve, whatever it is, whatever that goal is. Um, whether it's achieving something in business or, uh, or, uh, or in the military or as an immigrant or any of these other stories that I think really connect us together um, in a kind of common humanity. And things generally don't work the way that we expect them to. There are usually failures along the way. And the difference between those that succeed and those that are ultimately defeated is the decision at some point to pick yourself up, dust yourself off, use the lessons of that failure to challenge yourself, to build new strengths, to ultimately be able to achieve what it is that you set out to do. Zach, I mean, that's, that's uh -huh. the, go ahead, go ahead. That, that's the overall narrative, right? That's the story. The story is we start, we think we're going somewhere, we think we're winning, 
we, we pick up our sword and try and battle and we lose. Uh -huh. But we don't use that loss as defeat. We use it as fuel for the next test that we're ultimately going to to set ourselves up to take. And ultimately we're able to win because of that. It's those strengths that we ultimately build um, that, that allow us to, to succeed. So um, so that's the, that's the overall narrative. What I should say is that for the album itself, I started with the narrative. Did not start with music. Mm. Um, started. I wrote the narrative. I actually hired the. Um, I hired the uh, the narrator. We actually recorded the narration first. Oh. Then went and actually constructed all the music to be able to match with it so that it fits thematically and it fits from a feeling standpoint. And choosing the narrator, you said you had chosen that prior. How did you decide that? Did you have to just choose the right person with the right voice? How did that come about? Yeah, I had a, I had a style or feeling that I wanted to get across. Um, and I'm really fortunate because in Los Angeles there are an, an uncountable number of voice actors. Mm -hmm. And so I had the ability to, to, to demo um, an audition, you know, theoretically unlimited number until I found the kind of right style for what I felt the, the story needed. That's just great, amazing, and I mean, just the man, the man's voice already gets you amped for this. So, Into the Great Divide again, uh, streaming right now, available uh, on several platforms and for purchase. So, are we gonna see this live? Or are, are you gonna go on tour? We're gonna be able to hear the entire album live in itself. Well, what are the plans? So we're gonna do things a little differently. I think just like the album is a different approach to telling an instrumental story, we're gonna try different things with respect to how to do things in a live setting. Um, what I can tell you is it almost certainly won't be a traditional live band experience. It'll be more like intimate listening parties with smaller groups that allow us to experience the story and have conversations about the story in a different way. The story is important to me. Um, I do really feel like it's something that's common for many of us, which is the, the idea that you know, getting to where you want to get to in life is not this straight path, right? These, that these dips are actually a part of it. And I think that, um, and I think that for me at least, it's, a, it's an inspiring theme and something that I'm interested in, in talking to other people and sharing with other people over time. So it'll be something definitely different than a traditional tour, for sure. Now, this album right here could be setting the, paving the way for something else. Do you, do you think that you set up a, a new trend and we'll be listening to more albums like this or from other uh, members of the music community? Uh, because this is not like your typical album where nowadays they release one single and then they release another single the following week. No, this is something that you actually have to listen to it uh, so it can make all sense. You can't just throw one out there. You're like, okay, well, what happened in the pre previous album uh, uh, chapter? So do you think you're paving the way here? Sort of a pioneer, if you want to think? I, I, don't, I don't know. Um, I mean, certainly I'd enjoy it as a music fan. I'd enjoy it if there was more of it. I'm certainly somebody who loves the opportunity to listen to whole musical experiences and not just track after track. I, I don't know. Um, I know that for me, it certainly has, you know, the, the response that I've gotten has inspired me to think of, um, you know, start working on the next generation of what people can expect. Like, what, what would a next album actually be like? How would I keep communicating different narrative theories, if you will, um, using this kind of music? For me, that's something that I'm really passionate about. Um, I'd love to think that it would inspire others, but who knows? Zach, I want to thank you so much. And again, so wait, when can we expect touring dates? There's little small uh, gatherings of performing the album. Oh, when can we anticipate that? 
right right now we're we're really early in the process. This is something you know it took us quite a while. It probably has been a year and a half process to get it from idea to release. So I'm in no hurry. We'll, we'll kind of slowly but surely see a lot of things materialize for the Into the Great Divide brand over the coming year or two. Well, kudos for that, Zach, and, and continue the great work into the Great Divide. And and I love the website too. Is that Star Wars? You know, it's uh, it's unique. It's, it's really unique. And I invite everyone to visit the website into the Great Divide and obviously listen to the entire album featuring ten chapters, ten instrumental music, streaming uh, available right now on several platforms and available for purchase. Zach, thank you so very much for your time. And and please put put Florida there on uh, on your touring dates. We'd love to have you here. Awesome, dude. I love that, man. Fantastic. Thank you, Zach. Have a great day. You too. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for your time. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners all around the world, welcome to The Showdown. Sayonara, Johnny Bones Jr. I don't think we're going to be seeing you inside the octagon anytime soon. That's because he's been fined $205,000 and his license has been revoked after uh, he faced the California State Athletic Commission. Now, he went on Twitter and said that he wanted to thank the CSAC for taking the time and hearing his case and Executive Officer Andy Foster for saying he believed in him. However, Foster did say that it makes no sense for him to take this drug in a test if he knows it's coming. That doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. He also said, I want to be clear that I don't believe that we should end Mr. Jones' career today, but he believes he should sit out for a while. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I got to tell you that it's unfortunate what happened to John Jones, but it is what it is. You have to pay the you have to pay it, man. You have you do the time or you do the crime, you have to pay the time. I think that we won't be seeing John Jones for quite some time. He might be out for say about two, three years or so. He won't he won't get his license anytime soon, even though uh he could appeal it. But the truth of the matter is John Jones is really in a tough situation and, and it's really sad because this is by far perhaps one of the best fighters that we've seen in mixed martial arts today. The guy could have held that title for many, many, many years or or, or title defenses and then gone up to heavyweight uh even take on Stipe or, or, or any of these other guys that are up in that, that division. But he would have been the second guy to hold two titles in two different divisions. And he was a face. He was a draw. He was that McGregor. He was um, that Ronda Rousey. But unfortunately, you know, he messed with the, he messed with the wrong stuff. And he's going to have to pay for his wrongdoings. Dana White now has also said that Chuck Liddell and Tito Ortiz... Now, both these guys have gone on social media talking about they want to do a trilogy, but Dana White has confirmed that that's not going to happen. So, sorry, guys. I know Tito. I know that uh, uh, um, Chuck have been kind of toying the idea, but if it's going to happen, it's going to have to probably happen in Bellator. Remember, Tito Ortiz already retired, but he was willing to come out of retirement to get an opportunity at his, uh, his old nemesis. Uh, switching gears, the UFC is headed to Chile. It's the first time uh, it visits that country, and it's only the second country in South America that it visits. Now, this could definitely uh, pretty much set the standard for the UFC to visit another country in South America. 
Of course, they're very well known in Asia. They've traveled to uh, you know, China, Japan, uh, Korea, uh, and, and several other countries. So it's just a matter of time until they visit other countries in South America. Now, Peru is a very uh, uh, pretty strong mixed martial arts country. They really support their MMA. Same thing goes for uh, Argentina and Colombia. Of course, they've gone to Mexico already, but that's more up uh, north. But in the South America region, you got Peru, you got Colombia, uh, and Argentina that are pretty, pretty much uh, intrigued about MMA. And of course, Brazil, well, <laughs> you know about the history of Brazil. So really excited to see the UFC headed to Chile in May. And uh, some names have been already dropped out there as to who is going to go out and perform under that fight card. And this weekend, of course, you have the pay-per-view with Cyborg defending her title. You know, you know who who is capable of defeating a Cyborg? I, I just Chris Cyborg is just at another level, man. You know, I, I don't think that Yana Kuniskaya uh, could defeat this girl. You know, she, Cyborg is just a beast. She is really out of this world. Uh, she is a, a woman that I don't know who can defeat her. I really don't know. She's in her league of her own, and she's just gonna keep on doing her thing. And, you know, it's going to be a point that's like, all right, what next? You know, everything that this woman has accomplished has been done, and she can't go any further. So watch out for that great pay-per-view coming up. And then Eddie Alvarez, uh, too, will be in action. He was scheduled to fight the champion, Max Holloway, but Holloway was injured. So we get uh, the fight that was made with him and Ortega. Now, Ortega has gone and said, that, hey, this is my shot. This is my opportunity and I'm going to stop uh, Frankie Edgar. No, not Eddie Alvarez. Sorry about that. Frankie Edgar. Now, Frankie Edgar, I, <laughs> you know, hasn't been stopped. So Brian Ortega has gone on the record and said, I'm going to do it. Andrea Lasky is going to take on Stefan Struve. You know, Andrea Lasky uh, recently hasn't been on a, on, a, on a good couple of fights. He's gone on there and defeated his opponent and, and fashionably saw it. So, it, you you got to figure, you got to know how long Andrew Olaski will be available in MMA. You know, he's really done, coming down uh, to the wire in his career. And Stefan Struve is no walk in the park. So, it's... Andrew Olaski comes in already as, as the the person uh, ahead of this fight. Andrew Olaski now is 39 years old. I know he defeated his last opponent in November, Jr., Albini, but before that, before that, mind you, look how crazy this is. He had five losses in a row. Five losses in a row. Goes back to 2016. He lost to Stipe. He lost to Alistair. He lost to Barnett. He lost to Francis uh, Ningano uh, and uh, Marcin Tubura. And then he won in November 2017. That is unheard of. I have never heard of a fighter in the UFC stay that long with a five losing streak. I've, I've noticed it's the first time. I know that when he came back to the UFC back in 2013, he went on a five winning streak. Five win winning streak. And then he took on Stipe and that was the end of that. But five... Losses in a row? They must really like Andre Lasky. Of course, a man that's definitely going to go 
into the UFC Hall of Fame. Well, guys, we'd like to get your opinion again. Once again, shoot us an email, info at theromanshow.com. We'd like to hear anything that you'd like to share here. We'll read it on the program. Once again, we look forward to seeing you at the fair March 15th. And then FEW, as I mentioned, on March 10th, will be out there announcing in Spanish for the Super Canal TV taping. So make sure you check us out and say hello. And Titan FC on April 6th at the Extreme Action Park in Portland. Make sure you follow us on the socials. That's The Roman Show on Twitter and Roman Show Media, both on Instagram and Facebook and rroman one on YouTube. Alright guys, with that being said, we're always live at theromanshow.com. If you haven't been on, you haven't heard. Catch you next time.